This program is brought to you by BCN Supplements, where we focus on building you from the inside out. We provide you with supplements that not only help you look good, but are also good for your health. Head to www.bcnsubs.com to nourish your body while you sit back and nourish your brain with our podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Built from the Inside Out. Today we're talking about something that all of us use, which is social media. And who better to have with me than a social media marketing expert, Ilse Gonzalez. Hi. Welcome. Thank you so much, Brianna, for having me here. This is going to be an interesting talk. <laughs> yes, for sure. Thank you for being here and sharing your knowledge with us. I know this is going to catch a lot of people's attention. Yes, especially like you mentioned, um, not only obviously even beyond like the pandemic and everything, the digital world, it has really taken over our lives mm -hmm. and whether people will either make money off of it or not, but everyone's in it. So I think it's right. a great conversation to have. For those that are even interested on seeing like the benefits of really diving in and seeing how you can make it a part of your life, but not just as a hobby sometimes too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think a lot of people like business owners are going to be interested in how yeah. can I use this to help me or people who want to be sponsored or, you know, there's so many people who want to monetize it. So there's so many yeah. routes. And I think that's mm -hmm. the most beautiful thing about social media is that everybody can have their own journey on the platform. But at the end of the day, it's up to you. What do you want to get out of it and what can you contribute and what value can you bring onto like those platforms and the people's lives that are going to be impacted as they're scrolling and taking on your content. So super excited to see yeah. what are the conversations that we can see and maybe spark some inspiration or help people, you know, find themselves truly and how they can use these platforms, you know, to, to their advantage. Yeah, for sure. So let's start off with you telling us how you got started with it. Yes. So it's been quite a journey because, um, you know, being in the digital world and social media and stuff like that, it's something that has always been present in our lives over the years. But I feel like as of recently, it's really just taken on a whole new role in, in our lives in so many different, you know, aspects. For me, I never wanted to do this. I never really like, I never thought that I would be making money out of this uh, because I started in high school. I was, I was doing theater and dance. So I was doing acting. Okay. Um, so I was more like in the media industry, like more like TV, like I was doing commercials and stuff like that. And I was signed and everything. Then after that, I just wasn't getting like that, you know, satisfaction of what I really wanted to do with my life. And my dad just randomly one day said like, well, if you're comfortable on camera, but you don't want to be an actress, you should check out maybe, you know, getting into the media industry. Maybe you want to be a reporter or something like that. And I was like, yeah, that's true. I didn't even know anything about it. So whatever, I, do I dove into it. I went to college. That was my major, broadcast journalism. You know, I worked for a local TV station after four years. And then after all that time of being at the TV station, I felt like I wanted more. Like, I was like, yeah, like, this is cool. Like, you know, the media and all, ever, all of the avenues that you can take with the media industry is so cool. But like, I, our world is going into social media. Like, right. and at that time, which was almost two, three years ago, the talk wasn't really surrounded on social media. Like I was actually looking at the time for a full-time job as a social media manager at a TV station or wherever. But at the time people were like, that's not worth investing. Like, you know, mm -hmm. it's still on TV and still like, you know, your, mm -hmm. your traditional media platforms. And so I kind of just said, you know what? Well, if nobody wants to give me a job on this then I'll make it a job myself. <laughs> that's awesome. So I literally said, instead of having one job, I'm just going to look for several clients so I can make a salary out of this social media manager role. Mm -hmm. um, and the reason, reason for it is it's crazy because I literally just got off the call with somebody that gave me my opportunity for the first time. It was actually a personal trainer. Okay. And he told me randomly, he, like I was always active on social media, posting pictures, videos and stuff like that. And he would always look at my content and he would be like, 
you know, what you do for yourself, like you write your captions so well, you take really good pictures, like you're always posting, like, have you ever thought about doing that for somebody else? And I was like, no. And he was like, well, I'm a personal trainer and I don't have time to create content. I don't have time to post. I don't have time to write a caption, but I need to be active on social media for my clients to know that I'm there, Mm -hmm. but I don't have the time to do it. He's like, have you ever thought about maybe doing it? And what if you do it for me? How much would you charge me to do what you're doing for yourself, but do it for me as a personal trainer? And I was like, I have no idea. Like I I just made up a number and he was like, okay, let's do it. And I was like, oh, wow. Okay. (laughs) And so I actually was doing that for a couple of months while I was still working at the station. I was doing it on the side. Mm -hmm. And then that's whenever I realized I was like, wait, if I have this client pay me this much and I multiply that by 10, I have a salary. Right. Like if I just have several people doing this for, and that's what kind of like sparked my inspiration of like, you know what? I can do this. I'm going to do this. And well, I kind of just was crazy enough to just quit my job and go after it. And, you know, I planned it obviously for a couple of months before mm-hmm. I officially quit. I, I I had been planning this this whole time. But my idea was like, I want to go into this being an entrepreneur and offering this service, which is obviously, yes, like the main one was social media management, which is mm-hmm a fancy word for just saying, basically, I run your pages. But on top of that, I wanted to open other avenues. I was like, there's so many other skills and talents that I have that I can help other entrepreneurs with, you know, to help them establish not only their brand online, but create content as well. Like there's no point of you posting every day if you don't have quality content, if you haven't invested in that. So that's basically, I started off with offering like all of these services that I could think of that I Mm -hmm. could do. So I started off doing PR. I was like, I'll find you interviews on TV or I'll do your photos. I'll do your videos, uh, social media, anything related. And that's really it. And then two years in, and I guess it paid off what I I had my gut instinct where this world was going to go. Because even then my first year, like being like solely, like just an entrepreneur and self-employed, everybody's like, what are you doing? And then honestly, the pandemic was a blessing in disguise for me Mm -hmm. because that's when people paid attention to me and realized, oh, everything is virtual now. Like if you weren't already like, you know, on your your social media game, if you weren't already posting, you had to be because you had to be online, you know, for a good amount of time. Mm -hmm. So then now it's like after the pandemic, it's like I actually everything kind of like improved for me. And I got so many more opportunities because of that. Because people are like, wow, this that is true. That's exactly where we're going. So the rest is history. Here I am <laughs> two years in and it's paid off. And I think it's it's so true. You know, it's just this is where our world is going. And mm-hmm. we're, I'm just kind of adjusting that like everybody else. But I was just kind of a little bit ahead of the game. I don't know. It was just my gut instinct. <laughs> that's awesome. And that's so cool that you listen to it because a lot of people are scared to just go for it. Yes. Yeah, I'm glad he did. It's, you know, it's easier said than done because I think one of the biggest things that I would always tell myself, you know, because like anybody, you don't want to be a disappointment to your parents, you know, I think all right, the time. Yeah. And so my thing's like, dang, like I went to college, they paid for my college, I was there and I studied broadcast journalism and that's not even what I'm going to do. And so for a second I thought, but the good thing is that my, my parents are entrepreneurs themselves. So they're oh, like, okay. yeah, do it. Like if yeah. that's what you want to do, like what can we help you to do it? And to me, after all of this is just being able to find something that I'm truly passionate about mm-hmm. and the money comes with it. Once you actually like are passionate about what you do, mm-hmm. the money will come. And, um, and when you truly like carry yourself authentically and you start seeing your business, not that I'm trying to sell a service, but I'm trying to help someone like what is the problem that I'm trying to solve mm-hmm. or what can I take off of your plate? Um, that's like a servant heart that you have and that naturally like the money comes along with it. But 
man, did it pay off. And it was the best decision I ever made. And everybody always asks me, it's like, do you think you would ever go back? And I'm like, I don't know. You know, once you have a taste of that financial freedom mm -hmm. and the, literally the world is yours and you can take on any opportunity thrown at you, it's really hard to go back because... I love being my own boss. <laughs> of I love asking yeah. myself for vacation. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So I really like what you said, bringing something of value. Yeah. So a lot of people, sometimes they're like, oh, I want to, you know, grow my following. I want to be this or that. But their content doesn't bring value yes. to their followers. So what would your advice be to someone who is still trying to figure it out. How do they bring value to their followers? Exactly. So same thing that I was just having that conversation with someone on the phone right now because he's going into real estate now. Okay. And what I told him, and I'll give that as an example. It's a really perfect example because everyone's familiar with real estate. It's, you know, booming here in Houston. Right. Um, but just in general, whether you're a real estate agent, whether you're a personal trainer, whatever it is that you're doing, I think you want to ask yourself, you know, and realize that you have two different audiences. You're going to have the audience that is going to be your client. So, for example, you have your supplement line. Mm -hmm. Perfect. You are going to have the people that are, are going to be buying that product because they generally like it. Mm -hmm. But then there's going to be another side of your following that may not necessarily buy it, but want to support you or are also trying to get something from you, which is usually education, mm -hmm. which is usually trying to get something like if you are selling a product or a service, that means you are technically an expert in that field. Mm -hmm. So you know more than I do about supplements. I don't know that. So even if I don't take that, I can still learn something from you. Okay. And that's what you can use your platform for. So what I always try to encourage my clients is like, try to find the, the balance between just posting content, just posting photos, mm -hmm. but also posting content that is going to bring value into people's lives. So what I always use as an example is my three E's, and this is my guidance, even for my own, you know, content. I always ask myself, you know, if it's not going to empower, if it's not going to educate, or it's not going to entertain, I'm not going to post it. Mm -hmm. I have to have a purpose behind everything that I'm going to post. Right. I don't post just to post, you know, I do it with an intention. And so whenever people are having that struggle of like, what should I post next? You know, ask yourself, if you're a complete stranger on the other side of your business, if you're a potential client, what would you want to know? What are those questions that people would normally come up to you and ask you about your, like, for example, your supplements or something like that? Yeah. And a lot of the times they're going to ask you questions like, what it, like, it, the most simple thing, what is a supplement? <laughs> Sometimes people right. don't even realize, like, your clients don't know what you're selling. A lot of the times we assume, uh, I can't assume that people know what a photo, like what a photo session looks like or what a video, is. I can't, we can't assume that. A lot of the times as business owners or brand owners, since we see it every day, we think our client knows, but they right. don't know. You have to be like, let me grab your hand and let me show you what this is and why you need it in your life. Yeah. And that's the value that you can bring into people. It's like, again, when you start shifting away from selling, 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 mm -hmm. but instead educating and showing people have a lot more respect for you because they're like right. you taught me something that I didn't know mm -hmm. and that's something people really like it sticks in their mind and that's why they always re will remember you yeah and that was kind of my purpose with social media too it's like I'm gonna make sure that I keep teaching people so when the time comes that you know they're like oh I need someone to help me with social media I know who to go to because they're mm -hmm. like they come to mind if that makes sense yeah yeah and I have two questions yeah just came to my mind when you were talking about that one is so I've tried the I've tried the informative route. Yeah. But maybe it's boring the way I do it. Uh -huh. Or you know, or we we even talked about it the yeah. other day how you posted something informative and you were like, it got less response Literally. than the swimsuit one. Yeah. So what would you 
like do you, okay because i know people like flashy stuff too especially when it comes to supplements they want like a video that's like transition transition yes. this that oh yes. it's so cool instead of collagen is blah blah blah, blah yep. you know so yeah. where do you find the balance you know especially where our world is going that we our attention span is little to none yeah. <laughs> i think that's where it stems to be honest it's right. you have to realize that our attention span is little to none and you you can use yourself as an example like whenever people ask me like how long should i make this video and i'm like realistically if you right now open up instagram and a video pops up how long are you going to spend on that video mm. that if it's two seconds or less than a minute that's the same thing for your like people it's very rare that someone's going to sit on instagram there and watch a five minute video right. they're not they don't yeah, expect no. that on you on video on instagram maybe on youtube or something mm -hmm. like that but I think the first thing is understanding your clientele and what's, what, uh, what is it like, how much time do they really have to sit there and understand things? So sometimes that's why strategically, especially now with Instagram, when you have the reels strategically, that's why you can't go beyond 30 seconds mm. because people know, they, they you know the platforms know it, that it's just not going to work. It's okay. not, people are not going to sit there long enough. So sometimes you just have to sit down and analyze your audience mm -hmm. and two, it is. It is about, you know, flashy and moving and fast. And it's so sometimes so time consuming. And I know this because I literally just recorded a reel. And mm -hmm. I'm like, it literally like for us, it'll take us like 30 minutes to record a reel. Mm -hmm. That's going to be 30 seconds. Right. And it's like, what is going on with our lives? <laughs> like, is this really worth it? You know? Yeah. But you know what? I it's you have to start thinking about it when you sit down and you watch TV. Like those commercials are not longer than a minute either. True. If you really think about it, yeah. those commercials are not going to be five minutes or 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of just like whatever we've been used to seeing on TV, it's not just being translated onto social media. Mm -hmm. And it's just about adapting. It really is about adapting. And sometimes either you adapt to it or you outsource and you hire someone else to do that for you so you can yeah. focus on just being an entrepreneur. Right. The hard thing is that obviously it's truly an investment. And it is, it's sometimes so discouraging because sometimes we work so hard on our content. It, I think it's a conversation that we were having. Yeah. But my thing is that I always tell people, is like, people are always watching. Mm -hmm. They may not always engage. They may not always, you know, comment, like, share, whatever. Mm -hmm. But people are watching. They really, really are. So, mm -hmm. and I, that's what I just try to always remind myself. And I mm -hmm. think it's what we talked about. We're just going to stick to the values of what we believe in and, mm -hmm. and just have faith that this is going to work out, <laughs> that this content is going to work. So, yeah. Unfortunately, it is all about adapting and it's going to keep evolving and it's going to keep getting shorter and shorter videos. I mean, literally our stories are 15 seconds long. Yeah. And even then, I'm guilty of it. I tap through 15 seconds too. Yeah, I did. Everybody, sometimes this is me. Literally. <laughs> so sometimes when people ask me like, why doesn't someone sit there and watch my videos? Like, we are all just like that. Mm -hmm. Like, we're all guilty of it. Right. So literally, in reality, it seems like our attention span is less than 15 seconds long, <laughs> which is so sad. Yeah. But that's just where it's going. And it you just kind of have to adapt. And if you don't adapt, you're going to get left behind. Mm -hmm. So I think it's super important to stay on top of just seeing what works and analyzing, looking at those numbers too, you know, that mm -hmm. obviously, thankfully we have it with those platforms. You're able to see like how many people saved it, how many people like commented, how many followers you got from it. So that can also help people determine, like looking at those insights can really help someone determine like, what kind of content should I be posting more of? Cause I think that's always the big question that everybody has like, what should I post next? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess something we can tell people who are listening, like don't get discouraged. Yeah. If a post that you feel is bringing value doesn't get as much engagement as your bikini picture <laughs> literally and yeah. that's why when whenever i was even yesterday that i had a meeting too with a wedding planner and she was like it just it's so annoying because i have the most extravagant wedding and my linens look beautiful 
and that will not get the same amount as engagement as if I just post a selfie of me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yes. So what I learned and what works for me is like, so what I do is I use it as a trap. So I'll post a picture of me, but the caption will be something else that they're not going to expect, right. which is sometimes the most annoying thing ever. Cause you generally, I genuinely want to use my platform for good. Like mm-hmm. I want to share things that are going to impact people. Right. And unfortunately, the only thing that attracts is my face. So I just use my face (laughs) to really put out the message that I really want to put out. So sometimes you have to work it strategically. So sometimes instead of just posting a picture of your product or, you know, of you like working or something like like Mm -hmm. put a face to it, you know, Mm -hmm. either hiring a model or having like a brand ambassador. I mean, obviously, that's why we go into the whole part of like influencers and bloggers that Mm -hmm. sometimes a product, the photo of a product by itself, like, for example, if it's just a supplement, it's not going to do the same if there's someone using it. Mm-hmm. Because people want to see themselves with that product too. Right. They want to be able to connect with that with that mm-hmm. product. So sometimes that's the avenue to take. You know, use that to your advantage. And if you mm-hmm. see that faces is what works, mm-hmm. then use faces. You know, still push your product, still push your services, but just mm-hmm. put a face to it, whether it's yours or someone else's. Right. Um, but I definitely want to encourage to people to use their face because sometimes there's a lot of businesses like, I don't want to get on camera. <laughs> I'm like, you have yeah, to show your yeah. face. You have right. to create that connection with your audience, which I know you and I don't have that problem. <laughs> but I'm sure there's probably a lot of people that are super shy about it. And yeah. it's like the moment you step in and you take ownership of your brand, mm-hmm. you have to realize you're your own commercial and you're your own billboard and you have right. to carry yourself like it. So don't be afraid to show your face, but do it in a strategic way. <laughs> yeah. I remember when I first started, I was like, I don't want people, not that I don't want people to know that it's mine, yep. but I was kind of trying to just keep it like strictly yeah this here's the product here's the brand and everybody told me they're like no because they're gonna buy because it's yours exactly you need to put your face on there and I was like okay exactly and one of the things that I always told my clients especially whenever they're about to start a business they're like oh I don't know if I should you know start this like t-shirt line because there's so many people that have a t-shirt line it's like but they're not you Mm -hmm. so same thing you know there's going to be a lot of supplement lines but they're not you yeah and you have your own audience and you have your own following that are going to support you like there's room for everybody Mm -hmm. i think the question just becomes what makes you different Mm -hmm. why should i buy from you versus the person next to you and not that it's a competition thing i don't believe in competition at all because everyone has their own routes Mm -hmm. but you need to ask yourself what makes me different and why should someone buy from me versus that other person Um, And that's whenever you start tapping into what kind of content you're going to put out. So same thing. I had the conversation, you know, with my friend and I told her, like, I'm not going to sit here and claim that I'm the best person to do what I do because I'm not. And anybody that says that they're wrong. Mm -hmm. You can't claim you're the best because no one is the best, but you can differentiate yourself from others by what you bring to the table. Mm -hmm. So, yes, there's a lot of photographers in Houston but there's not a lot of photographers that are generally going to be like, hey, girl, fix your hair. Hey, girl, fix this little shirt, you know, or hey, yeah. don't pose like that because that's not flattering on you. Mm-hmm. Or like, you know, it's all about the experience at the end of the day, too. And how really can you is. show that yeah. to your people on social media? Because you can show them the product, but it's not just a product. It's an experience, you know, right. that you want to sell. And I think that's one of the things that made me want to work with you because you were like, this is how it's gonna work yeah this is how we're doing it this is how much it's gonna be yeah and you were so professional about everything you sent yeah. me the emails yeah. like it wasn't like up in the air kind of thing because i'm very unorganized yeah. so whenever i work with someone who's very organized yeah. i'm like i have a lot of respect for that yeah so i was like okay i, I like her I, but I you that. know what i think one of the biggest things i always get that compliment but i always tell people like the reason i'm organized is because i can't afford to mess up 
Mm. A lot of the times, whenever I'll have, you know, people that come to like, hey, I want to start a business or I really want to invest in a brand. And I'm like, you're not going to be 110 percent If you still have like a, a corporate job and you still see it as like something on the side, you're going to treat it as something on the side. Mm. And it's not going to grow. Right. For me, I have to be at 110% on top of it because I can't afford to mess up because I don't have anything else to rely on, you know? Right. So I think the same thing goes, you know, with social media as well. When you have a brand, when you have a business, and whenever you wake up one day and you don't want to post on that page, which happens to all of us, you're like, I don't want to post today. I don't want to spend an hour writing that caption (laughs) or whatever. I always tell my clients, if you have to treat your social media like if it's a brick and mortar, like if if it's an actual physical place, mm-hmm. like a store, you know, to go to, you not posting on social media today is you not opening your doors. Mm-hmm. It's your you not opening your doors for your clients to come in because right. you're not active. Mm-hmm. People don't know that you're there. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the times you just kind of have to find within yourself, like, I can't afford to not show up for myself. I can't afford to not post today and miss an opportunity to interact or to build a, a relationship with a client, you know, or to stay on top of it and build my name, you know? So mm-hmm. I think for me, that's my motivation every single time. Mm-hmm. Whenever I'm like, I don't want to do my makeup so I can have, <laughs> take a picture or whatever. It's like, I can't afford to, you know, right. because I have to show up for myself. I have to show up for my brand. And and I think that would be my encouragement, you know, whenever you, anybody's feeling discouraged about like, dang it, I have to take a picture. Or I have to do a <laughs> reel. It's like, again, you can't afford to not show up for yourself and your brand. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's all about consistency. Like you said, if you really want to grow, you have to be consistent mm-hmm. with that motivation and that inspiration. We can get, it can get hard, you know? Yeah. But I think it's important, obviously, still to surround yourself with people that can keep you like on top of that. So getting that feedback too from people, I'm sure is really helpful. Like, oh good, they like the picture or all the effort <laughs> yeah. that I put into it, you know? Yeah. And something that I like that you do, that you told me to do is take one day out of the month yeah. and create content. And that yeah. way you're not, struggling the day of trying to figure out oh, what am I going to post today? Literally. I think that's really smart. It's all about the organization part. Mm-hmm. What we were just talking yeah. about right now. It's <laughs> whenever you have to be organized. What a lot of people don't realize or like whenever people are scrolling on Instagram, they're like, oh my God, she's right now like having this beautiful coffee and she looks this beautiful today. And I was telling my clients, everything is pre-produced. Everything right. is planned. Mm-hmm. And the moment you realize that and you work with it. So again, it's about adapting. Mm-hmm that's whenever you start like realizing, wow, I can totally make this work in my favor as well. So that's what I do for myself. That's what I try to do with my clients is was like, organize yourself. Like this social media is another part of your business. Mm-hmm. Just how you're on top of like your accounting, just how you're on top of, you know, your design work, just how you're on top of inventory. You need to treat social media the same way. You need to, you need to make time for it, you know, right. and you need to invest in it as well. So I think it is super important and it's so, it's so, so good for you to be able to prepare. So that way you don't lose that passion either, because a lot of the times, you know, business owners end up losing that passion for their business when you're doing like the work of somebody else per se. And Mm -hmm. sometimes, you know, you don't, you're not at the point where you can invest in, you know, paying someone, Mm -hmm. but you know, sometimes, you know, social media may not be for you. Like, but you can be really good at selling that product, but social media just like, sucks the passion out of you of what you started to begin with so I think organizing yourself planning everything in advance looking ahead Mm -hmm. it's gonna save you so much time you're not gonna spend an hour there writing that writing that (laughs) caption there's so many ways there's so many tools too that's the beautiful Mm -hmm. thing it's just really taking advantage of that you know yeah 
And I need to get with you because I have a list that, so for yeah. those who don't know or haven't <laughs> used you before, you'll do a consultation yeah, and then you'll send over the notes yeah. and what you, your, all your suggestions. Mm-hmm. So I still have that list. I still have some suggestions <laughs> on there that I'm like, I need to get to this. Yes. But I need to, yeah, because you gave me a lot of good advice and I'm like, I have this, so I need to, I need to follow it. I need to use it. I just need to make the time. And that's my thing. Exactly. Like, find a day. I know everybody always comes to me and is like, it's because you don't understand, Elsie. I don't have time to do this. I don't have time. And I'm like, to make time. no, you do have yeah. time. We all have the same hours in the day. Yeah. You have to make time for it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, I can guarantee you, you got on Instagram today. Right. That, that, those seconds <laughs> that you were on Instagram, you could have changed that username or something, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, yes, it, I think it's so important to, one, obviously, I always, whenever I work with my clients, I always come in and I'm like, you know what? I always have to come in my clients like because you took this first step of reaching out to someone to begin with, which I know is so hard mm-hmm. as a business owner. Whenever you have a brand, it's so hard to trust people, you know, with what something that you've started. Mm-hmm. So the fact that obviously you reached out and you wanted to get help, that's the first step for a lot of brand owners or business owners. Mm-hmm. You have to start somewhere. And a lot of the times you can't do it all yourself. I've had to learn this and I'm sure you probably learned it yes. at some point now, too. Yes. Like. I can't do it all by myself, you know? Sometimes it's so good to just step back. And sometimes it's just worth investing and just paying someone to do stuff. And I've learned this Mm -hmm. myself too. Yes, I can do my makeup, but I have my own photo shoot. I will still pay someone to do my makeup. And my boyfriend will be like, why are you paying someone to do your makeup if you know how to do it? It's like, because sometimes it's just worth paying someone to do it so it can take something off of your, you know, to-do list. And you can focus on what you're good at, Mm -hmm. you know? And as a business owner, if you're good at creating products, selling your products focus on that Mm -hmm. and outsource you know how much money can you make that hour that you spent writing that caption how much money could you be making if you just handed that over to somebody else you know right so it's just different avenues and I think as as a brand owner you just have to sit down and and ask yourself what is really taking up my time Mm -hmm. and sometimes it's creating content sometimes it's writing captions sometimes it's thinking of topics so I think for me that's why it was so important whenever I was like looking at some of the services that I could, and I'm still learning, I'm still adjusting, but I've realized like everybody really is on a different route with social media. So that's why with some clients, I have clients that are full on out, like write captions, create content, plan everything. And then I have clients that are like, Hey, I have a lot of content. I just don't know what to write, write my captions. Okay. Perfect. So I just, I'll just do focus on that. Or there'll be people I can write and I have the content, but I don't know what to talk about. Here are some topics every month, you know? Mm-hmm. So you just have to ask yourself, what's really taking up my time? What am I really struggling with? That's, you know, taking away that passion for me, you know, to be on social media. Right. So your services include from completely taking over their page to what are your specific needs? Exactly. So if you think about like whenever you create content in general, it's a step, everything for a step, you know, Mm -hmm. the step that I usually take, which is I work backwards than most people do. Most people take a picture and then they think of a caption to pose. Mm -hmm. But with my clients, we work backwards. We think first about what's the, what are topics that we need to talk about? Right. Once we have that list of topics we need to talk about. Okay, perfect. Then now we're going to shoot content based on that. Mm-hmm. Then once you have the photos, now you work on the captions. After you have the captions, you put it in a calendar and then you publish. Mm-hmm. So those are kind of the steps obviously to creating. And so I've basically found services within the, each of those steps because I realized every business owner is in a different, you know, um, stage in, in their mm-hmm. business and in their growth. So to me, yes, yeah, social media has been a huge platform obviously for, and that's where I've focused on a lot mm-hmm. as well. But then obviously there is no social media with no content. So that's where obviously like the photo and the video and the graphics come in. So thankfully, you know, I've been able to just, 
identify. And that's been always my thing. It's like, what can I, and that's my conversation with my clients, what can I take off of your plate? And because they're like, I know I need help. I just don't know where. And it's like, well, what's taking up an hour of your day to do? Or, you know, what can be taken off of your plate so you can focus on putting tags or branding on your packaging or something? And they'll tell me like, oh, it just takes me forever to think about what to write about. Mm -hmm. So you need topics. You need need ideas of what to talk about. So then I focus on that with them. So it just really depends on what you feel like you, you, everybody has different strengths. And some people are like, I know what I want to say. I just don't know how to type it. <laughs> I'm like, don't worry. I love writing captions. <laughs> That's awesome. So you mentioned about planning it, having a calendar. Yes. So I have a question for you. I've been using Preview. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think Planoly does the same thing mm-hmm. to where, like, if I post something, if it's a reel or a video, it won't show up on my, on the little feed that they have. So then it, it kind of messes up. Where I was trying, not where I was trying to go, but for me to be able to see how exactly it's going to look. I think, I think a lot of those apps are not video friendly. Uh, So what I would do is like, for example, if you just know what the cover of that reel or that video is going to be, I'll just usually screenshot it and I'll plug it in as a photo, but I know it's a video. But yeah, that's the only thing is that as we know, like these platforms are moving really into video Mm -hmm. and we have to start adjusting to that. And trust me, it's been a headache for me. It's been a headache for a lot of my clients that. Video takes a lot time. It's so time consuming, (laughs) super time consuming. I literally, it it took between two days, which may be like a total of maybe two or four hours just to record one reel because it's different outfits, Mm -hmm. because the transitions, because this and that, it's just, it is just insane. Mm -hmm. So yeah, sometimes, I mean, I feel like everyone's just trying to adapt. Even those apps that can't keep up with the yeah. video demand from people. <laughs> so how do you manage your time having to do that for your page and for your clients? You know, I really did for a good while. I did fall behind on myself, but I've always been like, oh, whatever, my page is whatever. You know, if as long as my clients are taken care of, I really don't care about me because that my, myself, you know, my page doesn't pay the bills, you know? Right. But, you know, as of recently, you know, I've gotten really inspired and you know, people have always told me like, no, you should really take your page seriously. And I'm like, I know I should. I know I should. But it's so hard. It really is super freaking hard. I'm not going to lie to you. You know, planning content is like it takes up. It's like every day or on a weekend or something like that. So to me, it's just having a calendar. <laughs> Just have a calendar. If you have a brand or if you have a business and you really want to take social media seriously, have a calendar. Plan out days. Mm -hmm. Do not like shoot, edit, write the caption and post the same day because you're going to drive yourself crazy. Mm -hmm. I really, like you said, I really recommend, I try my hardest to pick one day, especially for me because I have to do my hair and my makeup. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm only doing this one day of the week, okay? <laughs> then I'm going to do my hair and my makeup. So to me, it's just really allowing myself, like obviously getting, insp- as I, I'm on social media, I'm always getting inspiration. So technically me being on Instagram, I'm working all the time. Right. Because yeah. I'm always saving inspiration though. I'm like, oh, this or oh, that or whatever. It's like, oh, this is a really good topic for a client of mine or something like that. So to me, it's just always like being on the lookout for things that are evolving or things that are trending. Mm-hmm. On top of that is just dedicating time. Um, and, and really like having a calendar, having a to-do list and crossing off things from your to-do list, because if it's not written down, you're not going to do it. Right. And I've learned that. So if I don't put all my to-do list, you need to do this real, or you need to take this Mm -hmm. photo. You're not going to do it. If I don't reach out to my makeup artist to schedule, Hey, this day, I'm going to take my own photos. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to do it. So to me, it's all about writing it down, 
and holding myself accountable, having surrounding also yourself with people that are going to hold you accountable. Like, hey, you said you were going to do that social media right. class. Yeah. Why haven't you done it? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I should not have told you because you're going to hold me accountable. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely like stay organized, write your thoughts, write your ideas, write your goals. And more than anything, like always ask yourself, like what I mentioned, like show up for yourself on those days that you're not feeling motivated. You have to like realize like, there's, you don't have a boss to tell you to get up. You don't have right. a boss to fire you. Nothing. You're yourself. You mm-hmm. can't rely on anybody else. No one's going to be there to tell you, hey, get up and take that picture. Mm-hmm. You have to constantly remind yourself, why am I doing this? What do I want? Like, what value do I want to bring into people's lives? What do I want to teach people? You know, what do I want people to, you know, whenever they think of, whenever they see my product, what do I want them to feel? What do I want them to think? Mm-hmm. Um so that's always my motivation behind whenever I post things. Sometimes I'm like, should I post this real? Should I do this? Should I share this app? And I'm like, no, I do. I, w- I want to show up for myself. And I want when people look at me, they're like, yeah, she te- she brings something to the table, you know? So I, that's always my motivation, even if I don't want to get up and take, <laughs> <laughs> take the video or the photos. <laughs> yeah, I like that. And I wanted to go a little bit into also like the personal side of things. Yeah. So I I love that we're having this conversation and you're here explaining how social media works for a business yeah, and how a lot of the people with a big following, they see it as a business. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it, like you said, is pre-produced. Yeah. So then you have people who maybe don't know that yep, and who are just on social media just as a personal thing. And they're looking at these influencers or these brands and they're like, how or they're comparing themselves and... Oh, you know, and it's like you have to understand not everyone uses social media as a personal platform. A lot of people use it. It's a business tool for them. Exactly. And I think one of the biggest things that I always emphasize and I completely take ownership of this and I say it myself, even though I pre-produce content for myself and for others, mm-hmm. social media is not real. Right. Period. Mm-hmm. It is not real. Nothing yeah. is real on it. Mm-hmm. Even your everyday, like if I go have a coffee right now and I post a story about it. It is not real because I'm always altering what I post, whether it's adding a filter, whether it's I do a little cute text or something like I take my time with stuff. I do it myself all the time, but I'm, I know that that's what everybody does. So it doesn't really affect me, you know? Yeah. But I, I can see how people are like, wait, I want to go get that coffee. And they go to the coffee shop and the coffee does not look as pretty as <laughs> my story did. Yeah. And I can see why people's perception of social media is like, this is so fake, you know. Mm-hmm. But I think there's a fine line between fake and acknowledging that it's just not real and that it's right. a tool. It's not real life. It's a tool. Mm-hmm. You have to start seeing it as something on the side. And it is a tool. It is not something to be used to actually like implement in your life or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very hard to grasp it because I've dealt with it too. I personally, like if I, and it could be like, you know, it just really depends on yourself. For me, mm-hmm. if as soon as I see something that I'm like, hey, that's really affecting my mental health and it's my own issue. It has nothing to do with them. Everybody that's, you know, that's your platform. Everybody posts whatever they want to post. Mm-hmm. So if I follow like a Kardashian, they post like a really bomb picture of how they look. Mm-hmm. They have every right to do so. Mm-hmm. That's their business. Yeah. And, but to me, if I keep looking at that, I'm like, dang, she's younger than me and she looks better than me. Like, why don't I look like that? Why don't my lips like like, like that? Like, once I start talking like that to myself, I'm like, I need to unfollow this person. Like, I need to just not look at this stuff or whatever. And I think that's so important to realize, like, it's not real. It's really not real. Um, 
but do the steps that you need to do to protect yourself and your mental health. And the good right. thing is that there's tools, there's options. Nobody's forced to do anything on social media, you know? Yeah. So do what works for you. And the moment you start to feel uneasy, like if you're following people, and I tell this even to friends, I'm like, the moment, you know, you follow people and you start to feel uneasy, you start to feel self-conscious, you start to feel like you're doubting yourself and your self-worth, and you start to, you're just not comfortable you don't have to keep those people around, you know? And it's right. nothing, a lot of the times we're like, oh my God, I don't want to unfollow them because they're going to take it personally. It's like, yeah. you know, following and unfollowing somebody is not personal, you know? You have to protect yourself. That is, you spend a lot of time on social media. Right. That's what I always tell my friends, like, you have to treat social media like if it's your household in a way. Mm -hmm. You spend a lot of time on there. You have to be very strategic on what, like, we consume that all the time. Yeah. You have to be strategic in what you're putting in your heart and in your mind and in your soul. Just like when we're self, we're like, we're looking at it's like, should I have that burger? Should I have that salad? Should I have that drink? Like, just like that stuff that you actually physically put in your body, this is stuff that we're putting subconsciously in our mm -hmm. mind and in our yeah. heart and our soul. And if it's not doing you good, if it's not making you feel your best, if it's not adding value into your life, you shouldn't be reading it. You shouldn't be looking at it. Right. Um, you have to prioritize your mental health as much as your physical health. And a lot of the mental aspect comes from stuff we read or see which is usually on social media. Yeah. So that's always my advice to people, like prioritize yourself. It's okay to unfollow people. It's okay right. to do that. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, obviously with this world, it's like, ah, you unfollowed me, like you hate me, whatever. And it's like, <laughs> no, it's just- I just don't want to see Yeah, I just don't want to see your content. And that's okay, Yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. And that's what I always do is like, hey, it's okay. Yeah. We're, you're not everybody's cup of tea and that's mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. And vice versa, because it's happened to a lot of my clients when they make sometimes like, shift and I think mm -hmm. we talked about it. it's like whenever the people are used to you posting something in particular mm -hmm. and then you stop posting it yeah and they and then you start posting more educational stuff or whatever yeah. <laughs> people are like why or like people will unfollow you right away it's like you're not right. posting that people are like why are they unfollowing me yeah. like well you shift what you're posting mm -hmm. but it's okay that you're losing those followers because they're they're not your clients anymore that's exactly. not your audience anymore yeah and that's okay and that's another subject i wanted to touch on like be yourself don't change who you are just to fit in yeah. or just because so-and-so is doing something and that got her a lot of followers now you have you feel like you have to go do that but that's not you and then it's it's not authentic and you end up feeling i want to say like a sellout but you're kind of like oh that's not me like i used to post a lot of um well, when I used to compete, mm -hmm. I would post, like, bikini pictures. Exactly, yeah. And um, just show more skin. And people would always be like, no, you have to show even more skin because that's what everybody's doing. So I'm mm -hmm. like, okay, I'm going to take my clothes off for these creepy strangers. Like, yeah. I'm like, no, that's not me. You know, Exactly. Me. And it's like everybody sees it differently, and I understand and respect that. Mm -hmm. But, like, for me, the way I was raised is, like, if I go to a strip club, I'm doing the same thing. I'm taking my clothes off for strange men. If I'm on Instagram and I take my clothes off, in like lingerie or like mm -hmm. super sexy poses to me it's like the same thing except worse because i'm not getting paid for it so it was like <laughs> what, what, why why would i want to do that you know that is so funny so and I that's never, so true though yeah and i never went i was always like i would never do implied nude and i would never do lingerie mm -hmm. i went as far as bikini and i'll mm -hmm. still post bikini here and there but and not as much but i'm like it's not me like it doesn't yeah. sit right with me so if it worked for so and so and she has a million followers now good for her that's not me i, I can't you know it's not I would rather have less followers and post what something that I actually 
believe is valuable, like you said. Exactly. And true to who you are. Exactly. And I think, you know, when people struggle on what should I post or what should I be, you know, not posting, Mm -hmm. you know, I always have that conversation. It's like, you know, every, everybody that has a social media platform and is using it for a business or even along those lines, you have to understand everybody has their own pillars, just how you would have your pillars in your business. Mm -hmm. Um, Everybody has pillars in their social media as well. Right. So if you go into anybody's social media page, Mm -hmm. you're going to, at the top of your head, there's going to be probably three things that come to mind of what they're going to be posting about all the time. Mm -hmm. And it's usually because of what they post. So for example, same thing, and I guess I'll just use Natalia as an example because we Mm -hmm. both know her. But if I go to Natalia's page, I like without her even telling me and looking at her content right away, I can see what her three pillars are. And for her, obviously, one of them is definitely pageantry because that's what she focuses on. Then we have like the women empowerment with something like Fire You Up. Mm -hmm. And then we have for her, fitness and nutrition is a huge part of her life. That's just what comes to mind right away. Three Mm -hmm. things that come to mind right away. Everybody has that. Mm-hmm. And, but you have to know that for yourself, right. because if you don't have those three pillars of what are, what by pillars, obviously pillars are literally like your literal pillars, what stands you up, what holds mm-hmm. you up tight and like, what's going to lift you. Right. So once you start looking at your, your social media and you ask yourself, what are my three pillars? Then you know what more to post more of. Mm-hmm. And now you determine how people are going to view you online. They're not going to determine it for you. Right. So if you sit down and, you know, posting a bikini picture does not align with any of your values or your pillars, yeah. why would you post it if you don't want to be seen that way, you know? Right. So I yeah. think it's so important to first have that conversation with yourself, whether you use social media personally or for business. Mm-hmm. Ask yourself, how do I want people to see me online? Yeah. And then post accordingly to that. The beautiful thing about social media which is also the downside of it being not real, mm-hmm. is that you get to say, you get to determine what your story is on social media. Right, yeah. You get to say who knows what about your life. Mm-hmm. That's totally up to you. That's the beauty of it. Yeah. It's also the downside of it because we pick and choose what we want to share. So sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, you have to realize that social media is just a highlight reel. Right. Nobody's going to post a picture of them crying. Nobody's going to post of them mm-hmm. frustrated or a yeah. failure or whatever. Yeah. So that's the beauty of it too, though, since you get to choose how you want to be shown online, Mm -hmm. you have that, you have ownership of the narrative that people can have of you. And I, I like that. Some people are like, no, because then it gives like a false sense of like this person's life is perfect. But I'm like, no, because that person has every right to have a private life. Mm -hmm. Like what makes you think that you have to know everything about that person? Mm -hmm. They don't owe you anything. Exactly. And that's something that like little things that used to bug me about social media. Mm-hmm. It was that when I would post like a bikini picture mm-hmm. or something showing more skin, mm-hmm. the comments, so, the guys. Of course. And I'm like, I would be so mad at you if you told me that in person. So why are you telling me this in the comments? You know? That's so true. That is <laughs> and, so true. Yeah, that and then they would want me to, they would ask questions and sometimes I'd be like, oh, you know, that's my private life. And then they would get so upset and I'm like, I don't owe you an explanation. Why? Literally. Yeah. So it's, it's crazy. It's it's a yeah. very hard thing to balance. You know, obviously to everything in our lives, there's a good and a bad to it. I, I try my hardest to focus on the good. Obviously, there's yeah. so many great stories out of social media. Oh, yeah, for there's sure. There's so many, you know, yes, there's a lot of bad in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, when you focus your energy on the good and you focus on all of those great stories and well, how has social media 
allowed for a lot, even us being able to connect with people. Right. I'm not going to see you or any of my friends every single day. It's unrealistic. It's right. so unrealistic, mm-hmm. you know, to keep up with everybody is so hard. And I'm so grateful for a place like social media that we get to just keep up with people. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's so hard, you know, because, you know, I'm definitely the type though, if like someone's really, really close to me, I always am like, I should not be finding out anything about your life on social media. <laughs> like, do not treat me, me like that. Yeah. yeah you know? Yeah. So it's so hard though, because social media, sometimes it's the fastest way to get stuff out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So sometimes you don't have time to sit there and text everybody, hey, look yeah. what I just got or whatever, yeah. you know? Yeah. But at the same time, you have to realize, you know, how much of it are we just living it online and not in person? Mm-hmm. And what memories, I guess, do we really have, you know? Yeah. Um, so it, it it can get so complicated because people are like, yeah, but, you know, these kids and social media and they're not here in person, which at the same time, it's the same grandparents that are on Facebook all the time. (laughs) But, you know, it's such a beautiful way. There's so many great that comes out of it. That's also a beautiful thing. You know, you've probably seen it. A lot of people's businesses have really boomed, you know, because of social media. Yeah. They go viral or something like that. And it it really, truly helps them, you know? So Mm -hmm. I try my hardest to focus on there's so there's good, there's going to be bad in everything, but yeah. When you know how to do it and you do it right and you do it with purpose and intention, it's going to take off. And it opens so many doors. Like, that's how I was on Exatlon. That's how I was able to do a lot of the things that I've done that, it, you know, really cool experiences. Yeah. They came from my social media. Same. That they found me. Literally same. Yeah. Actually, um, well, last week, whenever I was just talking to someone about the whole Chi opportunity, whenever I was able to model for Chi, they're like, that is so cool and this and that. And I'm like, I kid you not, their photographer DM'd me. I kid you not. (laughs) And it was so crazy because I had just posted literally, it was one of those things where I woke up and I was like, I want to post a picture on Instagram, but I'm not going to get all cute. Like, and I was like, and it's, I literally, I was like, I just want, let's just go take a picture at a coffee shop and I'm going to show my favorite coffee shops are in Houston. Mm -hmm. Super random. I literally wore a ponytail, white t-shirt, jeans, my air forces. And I took the picture and I posted it, which did the best. I don't know why. <laughs> and I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah. And I posted that picture. And that picture is the one that prompted him to DM me. Yeah. And I was like, it what? It happens like that. Yeah. Sometimes you put a lot of effort into one picture. and nothing, Literally. And then you post something random. And then you have more engagement. Or you have an opportunity come out of it. Literally. And, and that's kind of what I was telling you, too, when you said about yeah. the bikini and the informative post. And I was like, sometimes the informative post or something that you posted that you didn't expect. Literally. To, you know, that doesn't do as well. It doesn't get as many likes is the one that's going to bring you an opportunity a lot of the times. And what I would encourage people, and I'll use this when I was an example, because mm-hmm. this week has been super crazy. But so this week also, I had had my Tiff Streets collab. I literally love Tiff Streets. I love cookies. Okay. And people are like, how did you get that collab? Like, how did you get a discount code with them? And I was like, I kid you not. I posted a story joking. Mm-hmm. I tagged them. Give me a discount code for my followers. <laughs> I love you guys. And I got it. That's awesome. I asked. Yeah. yeah. I asked. And when ask? people always ask me, and it happened to me whenever I was working, even at Telemundo, whenever people were like, mm-hmm. how did you get to work at a TV station? I knocked on the door. Mm-hmm. I asked. Yeah. And the beautiful thing about social media now is that you don't have to show up in person. You have a platform to seek opportunities. You have a platform to ask. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't hurt to ask. And a lot of the times they are going to see that message. So whenever I, and I have this, and I get this advice a lot of the times from my influencer friends and stuff mm-hmm. like that, that they tell me like, just DM them. Hey, are you looking to collaborate? Are you looking, you know, to work with influencers in your area? Like, 
honestly, that's a lot of how my opportunities came about. Yeah. You know, whenever I get to work with people, everybody goes, how did you just like, I just DM them. Yeah. You know, and sometimes that makes you stand out mm-hmm. because you treat those reps or you treat those, you know, that photographer or whatever, like a friend. Like, hey, how are you? Like, do you, would you ever be interested in working together? Like, it seems so casual, like we're doing it over coffee, you know? Mm-hmm. So sometimes whenever I look at stuff like that, I'm like, man, truly like anything is possible with social media. I mean, we saw it over the pandemic and everybody like people that literally went viral over the pandemic on TikTok and are literally now have makeup lines on Sephora. Right. It's like literally anything is possible Mm -hmm. on social media. Literally. You just have to know how to work it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) And not be afraid. (laughs) Yeah. And that goes with that saying, if you never ask it, the answer will always be no. Exactly. And that's always been kind of my mindset. It doesn't, it doesn't hurt to ask. Mm-hmm. And to me, obviously, I've always been like, you know, if it's not meant to be, it's not meant to be. Mm-hmm. But honestly, same thing. And I've gotten a lot of my clients, same thing through social media. And I don't know how it's been with you with your business, but mm-hmm. I literally will randomly have someone reach out to me. And I'm like, how'd you find out about me? Yeah. And they're like, I literally just found you on Instagram. <laughs> and I'm like, no way. Yeah. It and like, we have lot, no yeah. comments, nothing, nothing, yeah. nothing, nothing. And I was like, what? Yeah. That is insane. And a lot of the times that comes with, and it goes also with your presence on social media. So I work with this girl. She lives here in Houston. Her name is Cam. And she was in the MTV show, The Challenge. Mm-hmm. And she's basically, she's same thing. She randomly DM'd me. And I've never watched the show, so I don't know how big she was. So I may have been like, look kind of dumb or whatever. But I was like, yeah. She's like, hey, I want to shoot content, you know, on a monthly basis. And, and I was like, oh, cool. Yeah, let's set up a call. And I was like, random question, but how'd you find me? She was like, mm-hmm. I literally looked through hashtags and your post came up. Oh, wow. And I DM'd a bunch of people. But I went with you because I like what your presence looks like on social media. And I can tell you put thought and effort into things. And I feel like that's going to reflect on our on the service you're going to give me. Right. So I always use stuff like that as an example with my clients. It's like you have to take care of your image on social media because sure. people will literally pick you mm-hmm. over the best company or the best business mm-hmm. just because of one you show quality over quantity. Mm-hmm. Two, you are relatable. And three, you actually respond to their DM. Yeah. Because she said, everybody else did not respond to my DM either. Really? You responded to me right away. Okay. And I thought that was amazing that you took the time to respond to me and set up a call and everything. Mm-hmm. So when I tell you it's worth investing in your image and your brand online, mm-hmm. it's going to pay off. Mm-hmm. It really is going to pay off. And I don't know how it's been with you, but I've gotten so many clients through social media, same thing too. Yeah, same. I, I get a lot on my personal, especially. Of course. Yeah. And um, for the longest time, I didn't know what, because I always wanted, I knew that I had to bring value with yeah. my social media, but I didn't know how or to who or mm-hmm. anything. And I would post random fitness, fitness things here and there. Yeah. But I had a talk with the pastor one day and he said, talk to the broken girl. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? And he was like, talk to the broken girl, the insecure girl, the girl who hates herself, the girl who, you know, is looking at your Instagram and it's like, oh, my God, I want to look like that or I want to be like that. Literally, yeah. And so I've been working on it. I'm not 100% there yet. But sometimes when I write my captions, I have that in mind. Like uh, recently posted because uh, someone reached out to me and they were like, hey, toxic, uh, you know, la toxica, el toxico is very popular right now. Mm-hmm. You should do a podcast about it. And I was like, oh, I was like, that's a good idea. That's so true, yeah. So I reached out to a licensed ther- therapist, mm-hmm. therapist, and we're going to talk about it. And then I just posted a, a quote, you know, saying, like, 
the difference between damage and mm-hmm. I know you saw it. You yeah. That dam- damage, feminine energy versus healthy feminine energy. Yeah. And it, it got a lot of good responses. And I think it's because it's like something that's trendy. Yeah. But I know that once we do the podcast, it's something that's going to bring value to certain people. That's and that's so important for you to, that you're listening to people, mm-hmm. too, that yeah. that are that are talking to you and that are expressing because obviously I think people see you as a source of education and that you have a platform to talk about things Mm -hmm. so i think it's so important one that you're listening to the people that are following you because during the times that we feel like lost like oh my god i don't know what to post Mm -hmm. your your followers can tell you what they want to hear more of from you you know yeah but it comes down to you know you have to truly understand yourself like whenever you start like wondering like what should i post about Mm -hmm. and i think i remember it kind of goes hand in hand and i think same thing once once too like i think it was in church or something like that that Mm -hmm. They have said too, like, if you're ever wondering, like, what do you want to do with your life? You know, ask yourself what breaks your heart and what breaks your heart is like, what do you want to fix? What do you want to like help with? Like, what do you want to mend or whatever? Mm -hmm. And so to me, my passion had always been like, you know what, what breaks my heart is seeing like business owners that don't have the resources to feel like they're successful to, you know, really push themselves online. Mm -hmm. And that's where I was like, wait, that's what I should be doing, you know? So if you really ask yourself whatever career you decide to go into and what you're truly passionate about, Mm -hmm. it's usually, it has something to do with a topic that you want to help with, that you want Mm -hmm. to serve in. So same thing on, you know, social media, whenever you want to ask yourself, like, what should I post more about is Mm -hmm. asking yourself, how can I help someone, you know? Mm -hmm. And and there's two sides of it because it's so hard because I can totally see the cause same thing. I mean, I do too. Sometimes I'll look at all the girls that do the pants. I'm like, dang, y'all look so good. Like, you know, so it's so easy to compare ourselves. But then on the flip side, it's like, but you have every right to show off what you work for. Right. So yeah. it's so hard. You know, I, yeah. I do definitely want to encourage you, though. Yes, use your platform to, you know, talk to those girls. But also don't put so much pressure on yourself too. Cause I think a lot of the times we put so much pressure on ourselves that we have to help someone. We have mm-hmm. to fix something on social media. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's okay to just post something for yourself mm-hmm. and clap for yourself and be proud of yourself. Yeah, It's not always, and you know what? And your followers are going to clap for you too. Mm-hmm. So I think that's so important. Same thing, you know, obviously, yes. You know, whenever I had posted about the chi thing, it's very typical of me. I'm very much like, I'm like, oh my God, I can't just post about myself though. That's so full of myself. Like what else? Like, I just wanted to post like, guys, I literally work with Chi. How freaking cool is that? Yeah, you know? Yeah. But then the part of me of like, I'm like, wait, no, but let me add in the caption at the bottom, follow your dreams or something, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so I totally get that. But I think, and yeah, find that balance. And I can tell you as someone who follows you, when I saw that, I was like, damn, I was like, she looks yeah. good. I was like, you go girl. You know? I know, but like, I always yeah. try to, my hardest, and I, and I, that's why I see that. And, and I, that's why I encourage, you know, my clients to, I tell them, like, try to not make it about you. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you should, though. You have to yeah. find that balance because mm-hmm. try to not always, it's not always about you. And whenever you don't make it just about you and you make it about you, the people that are following you and that they can look at themselves in you, mm-hmm. that's when you get that engagement. That's when you get that response. And I'll mm-hmm. see it. I literally posted that picture of just my favorite coffee shops has nothing to do with me. Yeah. But that got so much attention because I'm either one, promoting their businesses for free. And two, like, I'm like, people now want to go visit those places. Mm -hmm. Like it's, I always try my hardest. Okay, I'm going to post something, but how can I not make it about me? And, but at the same time, you have to find some here and there, a sprinkle where it's okay for it to be just about you because Mm -hmm. you deserve it, because you earn it. And sometimes 
you taking ownership in your image and in your brand and what you've worked for also inspires people as well. Right. Because I'm sure if just me posting about cheat, it's still going to inspire someone too. Mm -hmm. Just a picture. So it's so tough. It's so tough. But I totally see that where you're broken. You're like, (laughs) oh, should I post about me? Should I post about, you know? And something I've noticed also having a brand and sending, I'll send some stuff to certain people, right? Yeah. And they'll post about it. And sometimes I'll have uh, someone who has like over 100,000 followers. And I don't get much of a response out of that. And then I'll have someone with a whole lot less followers, but this person has a community. Literally. They take the t- their time to engage with their followers. They yes. train them online or whatever, right? And then I'll get a whole bunch of following from that person and sales and everything. And I'm like, so that to me, that says a lot. It's not so much about how many followers you have. It's about the community that you have built in that social media. Exactly. So I'll use that one. Obviously, I'm like between in like 4,000 something, close to five. I'm trying to get to 5,000. I'm like, I'm trying. <laughs> um, but to me, it happened to me all the time too because I think I had like maybe 4,000 or 3,000 followers when like before the pandemic, I used to get the eyelash extensions all the time. Okay. And same thing. I randomly tagged like the amazing lash or something like that mm-hmm. as a joke again. <laughs> hey, y'all should sponsor me. I literally have been paying every single month mm-hmm. for y'all for like two years. I'm a loyal customer. Let me take some pictures with these eyelashes. I have good eyes <laughs> as a joke. And they actually reached out. And they're like, okay, yes. Like, let's work with you or whatever. Awesome. And then I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. And then I had, a, they, and then they were like, hey, you know, we're looking for some more info to work with. Do you have any connections? And I recommended one of my friends who I was like, they're totally going to work with her. She has like 10,000 followers. Mm-hmm. I was like, you have to, and her content is amazing. I was like, you have to work with her. She has a lot of followers. She creates quality content, everything like that. Mm-hmm. They went through her page. They're like, no, we don't want to work with her. And I was like, I mean, do you mind me asking, like, why would you pick me and not pick her? Mm-hmm. And she's like, the engagement is not yeah, there with her. Yeah. And it's like, and that's when it hit me. And I was like, dang, mm-hmm. that's so true. I'm getting the same amount of likes that she's getting mm-hmm. and she has more followers. Yeah. So I think that goes to the point that whenever you truly stand authentic in who you are mm-hmm. and you prioritize quality and you try to make to connect with your followers, that's so important. Mm-hmm. Connecting with the people because... Trust me, and this is my thing too, my priority. When people comment on my pictures, I'm like, I am going to sit there and respond to every yeah. single comment. <laughs> oh my God. Sometimes I'm like, I am never going to finish this. <laughs> the cheat one, I was like, I'm never going to finish this. But I'm like, but I'm going to sit there and I'm going to respond to every comment individual. And I always tell my friends, don't you dare and post one comment. Thank you, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, do not do that. Yeah, I used do to not, do that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Like, do not do that. Yeah. Every single person that commented on that is taking the time to say something to you. Mm-hmm. And if yeah. you're walking down the street and it's that one person that's complimenting, you would always say something back to them. Right. And you have to treat social media the same way. Social media is not a one-way street. It's a two-way street. Mm-hmm. Just as you want somebody to engage with you, you're going you're gonna to have to engage back. And so right. to me, I take that so seriously. Mm-hmm. Every single person that comments or every single person that DMs me, I'm like, I'm going to make the time to respond back to them because they did that for me. They showed up for me. I'm going to show up for you, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. So that's part of the the conversation of it's building. It's a it's building relationships. It's building trust, mm-hmm. you know, with your audience. Um, and that's what allows you, you know, to build those partnerships, to, you know, make brand deals and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's so important. It's the little things like that that truly make the difference. Like for me, like I'll try my hardest. And I know, for example, Marisol has done it too. Mm -hmm. You know, every quarter, like I'll be like, hey guys, you know, there's $25 on this gift card. 
scan the barcode, get yourself I've coffee at Starbucks. That. Yeah. And I like, do what, that. Do you just go to them and get a barcode? So I have like the Starbucks app and I'll just buy myself a gift card. Uh, so like I'll put $25 okay. on a gift card okay. and I send it to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, obviously whenever you go to Starbucks, you just mm-hmm. scan the code, you know, to okay. get money. So what mm-hmm. I just do is I just screen car- like screenshot the barcode. Mm-hmm. I'll post it on my story and be like, hey, you know, just want to say thank you. You know, everybody showed so much love on the last oh, campaign. That's smart. Like go to your nearest Starbucks and okay. treat yourself to coffee first come first serve, you know? Yeah. So it's part of a strategy because yes, you're giving back, but then now also people are like, oh shoot, she's going to give us coffee. <laughs> Let me stay tuned to the stories, yeah. you know? So the okay. same thing, how people will use it, like, even on YouTube channels or okay. maybe on the podcast, you, you should think about it. Like, yeah. in between, like, um, you know, YouTube videos, you'll mm-hmm. see a lot of YouTubers say, like, you know, somewhere in this video, we're going to say a secret word. And if you comment it down below, you can enter for a chance to win a gift card. Okay. So that, one, incentivizes people, obviously, to watch the whole video. But, uh-huh. two, now people know, like, oh, they give out stuff. Like, mm-hmm. let me keep up with them. Like, yeah. you know, obviously, I also mainly do it because as a thank you because I genuinely, like, I mm-hmm. genuinely am very thankful for every single person that I have online because yeah. I literally have made a full-time job out of this. Mm-hmm. And I am the perfect example of say, like, I am literally nobody without the people that have trusted me and have followed me and, um, and and have recommended me. And it has all done through social media. So to me, my business is super successful because of social media, because of the connections I've made online and the trust. So it's so important to me to give back in one way or another. So whether I do it like that or just recently, like, you know, I just told people like, hey, send me your Amazon wish list for the teachers that are going back to school. And like, we're going to buy a certain amount. Like, I just always find, you know, I think it's so important to find that balance too of like, yeah, you know, I'll post pictures of myself, but you know, I'm not that superficial, you know, I try my hardest to find that balance. And I think that's that's the hard thing that everybody tries to find as well. How can I be authentic? And I think that's what keeps your followers too, because I used to follow a lot of fitness people. Yeah. And a lot of them is just kind of like, look at me, look at my body. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I'm not really getting anything out of your content. Mm-hmm. And as opposite of that, you have people like you who is like, I want to teach you. I want to do this. Yeah. And, you know, and it's like, okay, I like her. And the, and the great thing, though, is that if you do fitness, for example, mm-hmm. do it. Post the picture of you posing or whatever in your competition. But there's so much that you can share from that yeah. experience. And there's some people who do. And exactly. Those I kept following. But the ones that were just like, here's me. And then the caption is like an emoji. I'm like cool (laughs) exactly so then maybe a lot of people and a lot of listeners can take that opportunity as like same thing use that in any field or any industry if you sell a product or if you sell a service if you're just constantly just talking about selling talking about this Mm -hmm. people are gonna be like and and what Mm -hmm. you know like tell me more teach me something you know so to me every single time same thing whenever even like on my business page like whenever like i'll post like a picture you know that we take or something Mm -hmm. In the caption, it's like, but what tip can I give? So, for example, I'll post, like, a picture of just, like, you know, someone, like, a brand photo shoot or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I'm not going to talk about, like, oh, brand photo shoot with this person. Like, my thing was, like, hey, let me give you some tips on what were the props that you can bring to your next shoot, Mm -hmm. you know? So I always think about, okay, I'm going to post this Mm -hmm. photo or this video or whatever. But in the caption, what, what, how can I not make it about my business? How can I not make it about book with me uh-huh. or buy from me how can i make it and about that makes them people want to book with you literally because they're like oh she knows what she's doing literally yeah so whenever you kind of use in a way like reverse psychology or whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. where you're not selling 
Instead, you're in a way giving. Right. People see you as an expert. Mm-hmm. And so they naturally are going to gravitate to give you business. Right. So same thing, you know, if there's a bunch of people that are going to sell supplements. But if you're the one that's offering education, that's offering, you know, telling people things that they've never learned before, mm-hmm. you're showing the behind the scenes of how things are being done. What are the ingredients that are in it? Stuff like that, mm-hmm. that not a lot of companies share. Right. People are going to, that's trust. I trust you because you showed me how you package that. I trust mm-hmm. you because you're showing me that you you are super involved in your product, that you know the quality of it, that you've spent some time, you know, you know, researching this. Right. So I trust you to take this. Mm. And that's with anything. Yeah. You know, you can use big names like the Kardashians. People don't think twice when they buy their stuff. They just trust them. Mm-hmm. They trust that it's going to be good, but you have to build that trust. Right. And with that trust is that posting consistently, being open, being honest, and every once in a while being raw. Mm-hmm. I like one of these, I'm like, I'm really going to post this headshot of me like without my makeup to like mm-hmm. switch it up a bit yeah. because it's so important to do that. It's so important to find the balance of showing what's realistic. Mm-hmm. Like this is realistic. I'm not going to wear my makeup every day, you know? <laughs> yeah. So true. I try my hardest and I think that's, that's so important for any business owner. Yeah. Share your failures. It's okay to share your failures because your failures, you learn something from it. Mm-hmm. And someone else can learn from something from it as well. You, you don't know that, you know? So I always try to encourage people, you know, it's okay to share the bad. Mm-hmm. And if you had a bad day, share it. Why not? You spilled your coffee, share it. Mm-hmm. Because that makes people realize like, dang, that's so true. Like they, they're not that perfect or whatever, yeah. you know, as I thought they were. <laughs> not that it matters, but I think, I, I think it's important for us to start shifting. And I think we are. Mm-hmm. I think this uh, generation, well, my sister's younger than me. They're very good about being transparent and honest and being realistic. And like, if I'm not going to do this, I'm not going to do this. Like, this is what I really look like. Like, I don't, it's just, it's just, it is how it is. And I, and I'm, and I feel like we're slowly getting there. I feel like everybody has now gotten a better grasp of social media Mm -hmm. and that it's not real, but it's okay. You know, you know, and it's like, you have to understand it's like everyday life. Like you see someone, you hang out with someone. And you're not that close to them, so they don't tell you their problems. Literally. But you know their life is imperfect. Like, it's common sense. Literally. Nobody is perfect. So why do you expect people to, you know, like, to be perfect just from looking at their social media? Yeah. So it's like, come on, you know? And I've seen uh, recently a lot of what people, a lot of my friends are, even business owners, what they start to do is they'll do, like, the picture and then, when you slide it, it's like the behind the scenes of what uh, it really looks okay, like. Yeah. I think it's so neat. I and like people the, love yeah, that. Yeah. And people like, I've gotten so much good reaction when I show people like, this is the behind the scenes this is what it's really like. Yeah. People really love that. Mm-hmm. And that tells me like, people really want to feel like their life is normal mm-hmm. and that everybody is normal. Yeah. So I think it's just always finding that balance of making sure that yes, you know, Take some time to create quality content, Mm -hmm. but don't be afraid to be raw and authentic and real. And if you're having an issue, share it. Mm -hmm. But then also be strategic because you don't want to put your whole life out there. Don't put in your personal. Because then people expect so much of you. You know, people get so invested in your life, and then they feel like, oh, I thought you took down the pictures with your boyfriend. So what happened? Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's why another reason I, I hardly post them ever. And I'm like, y'all know I have a boyfriend. Y'all know he's there. Yeah, I don't need to know about our life unless I decide to share that with you. And most of the time I don't. Just I'm, I'm a private person. Yeah. So there'll be times where I'm like, I feel like sharing today. And But most of the time it will be like, mm-hmm. yeah, I like what we have and I want to protect it. 
And and I think that's one of the important things is that once you put it on social media, you also have to be open to discussion and you have to be open to someone saying something. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and sometimes and yes, it's of, positive, but yeah, it and, won't always be like that. Yeah, and sometimes I would get annoyed with people like trying to find out about my personal life, and I'm like, well, it's kind of my fault too because I put it out there in the first place. Like I opened that door, so I guess it's something that I'm still trying to learn how to take back your power in a way i guess yeah we're just trying to balance it where it's like no i'm not hiding him but i also like my relationship with him being just him and i and you know the conversations that i've always had even with close friends of mine is i've seen people have the most beautiful relationship on social media and end up divorced yeah and i've seen people not share anything and last a long time. Mm-hmm. But I've also seen people that, because I, I will, you know, because there's always on TikTok, like, oh, if he's not sharing you on social media, like he's cheating on you, he's like, no. girl, I've seen people that share on social media mm-hmm. and they still get cheated on. Yeah. And I've seen people that still share and, mm-hmm. you know, nothing happens. Yeah. So I don't think that really determines anything yeah. because, and I've been through it myself. So it's just kind of like, no, trust me, like if, it's not what it seems ever and i feel like a lot of the times the most they post together that's the most damaged relationship yeah like it's sad to say but you know you'll find out oh he's cheating on her and then you see the post oh my world my love yeah and you're like oh yeah and then you see someone not post their significant other and you're like from what it seems it seems like they have a healthier relationship so and for me personally that's the case i i don't post this a lot but this has been my healthiest relationship Mm -hmm. ever Mm-hmm. ever so i'm like i like what we have and i want to protect it but everybody's different of course and, so to, different and things work for different people and i think part of it is what are you using social media for mm-hmm. that's that plays a huge role in it as well yeah. and i think for me and my boyfriend like for me social media is a business right. even my personal page everything is a business mm-hmm. it, it's i don't it's not for fun yeah everything that i post is because i know it's going to bring me business one way or another mm-hmm and anybody that says any influencer that says otherwise it's a lie it's a business mm-hmm. it is a business yeah so sometimes you know posting about your significant other or something like that it's like you know like for what yeah kind of, you know, you know? And so like, to me it's like you know you just have to pick and choose and also ask yourself what am i using social media for right am i using it for business am i using it because i want somebody to keep up with me Am I using it because I'm seeking validation from somebody? Mm. Am I using it because I'm trying to prove something to somebody? Yeah. Whenever you start asking yourselves yeah. those questions, it gets super real. Mm-hmm. But then you start asking yourself, is this really worth posting? Mm-hmm. Like if I post this, you know, bag that I just bought, what am I really going to post it for? Is it right. because I'm trying to show off something? Mm-hmm. Is it because I'm seeking validation? Or is it because I genuinely want to share a win and I want to inspire someone? Yeah. It's all about how you show things too. Right. So... A lot of the times people just post to post, mm-hmm. but I'm very much, I'm like, I'm very strategic on how I post things. And I ask myself like, dang it, should I post these new heels that I bought? But people are going to think that I'm all that. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to post them, but I'm going to talk about, you know where I worked so hard for this and this was a goal of mine and I achieved it and you can do it too. Yeah. You know? And whenever you do it that way, people mm-hmm. see you differently, yeah. you know? But if you're just like, look at my closet, you know, yeah. people can take it as, it's all like, and one of the things that you have to also realize is that whenever you have social media, you can't, you can't, you, you're not responsible for how others are going to perceive you. You're not responsible for how people are going to mm-hmm. like their opinion that they're going to have of you. Like, yeah, everyone's going to create their own opinion, you right. know? 
Yeah. It's up to you, though, how you're going to showcase things. Mm-hmm. So whenever you, you have to ask, and I think whenever I did a class with Natalia and with the Fire You Up Girls, and whenever I did the class, it, the social media class, it wasn't how to build your Instagram page. It was about mental health. It was about, you know, mm-hmm. how to truly take care of yourself and be strategic in, in what you're doing online. Mm-hmm. And the first questions that I always, I'm like, before you dive into anything, you need to ask yourself, why are you on social media? Mm-hmm. And that's going to answer a lot of questions for you. That's going to determine a lot of things for you moving forward. Right. When you're honest about yourself, about why you're using social media, you're never going to wonder if you should post something or not because mm-hmm. you already know what the purpose is, you know? Yeah. So, but not every, you know, when people just open up social media pages, nobody's going to think about that. Why yeah. am I opening up a social media yeah. page, you know? They're like, everybody's on there. I want to be yeah, on there. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, either you're on it, you know, to just keep up with people or you're on, like, what are you on there for? Right. And that's going to really help you, you know, determine what to do next with things. So mm-hmm. it's it's honest conversations that you need to be having. But I think, it, you know, obviously same thing, though. I do think social media is a huge part of our lives. Mm-hmm. It is a huge part in conversations of relationships, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's good conversations to be having with people because social media is not going to go away. Yeah. It's conversations not only in relationships. It's conversations that we even had even while I was working at the station. Mm-hmm. It's conversations that they have in the corporate world, too. Because now, since social media is such a huge part of our world, right. you know, I know so many people that work in corporate companies like, I cannot post that picture because my company. Yeah. Or don't tag me in this because they're going to see me that I'm over here taking the shots or whatever, you know? (laughs) So social media has really taken over our whole world. And so I Mm -hmm. think it's so important. Like you need to ask yourself, what am I using this for? And sometimes same thing. I wanted to use my platform to promote things, which Mm -hmm. is why, and I couldn't do that working at the station. You know, there's certain, you know, rules and implications whenever you're a journalist, you have to be unbiased and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So to me, I'm like, no, but I want to promote stuff. Like I want to, you know, talk about brands Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So part of it also determines what you're going to end up doing. Um, And some people are totally okay with it, you know? Mm -hmm. So to me, I was like, no, I I want, I feel like I have a platform and I want to use it for good. And I want to, you know, use it to share my voice, my opinion, what matters to me, promote businesses if, you know, I can. Um, So that's how I knew that wasn't for me. Yeah. Um, But it is for some people and that's, that's totally okay too, you know? Yeah. All right. So I've been told a few times that we're out of time. (laughs) (laughs) We could just keep talking. (laughs) I know. I, I love this topic. Yes. So thank you so much for coming on here and talking about it. How can people find you? If yes. They want to hire you? Yes. So obviously on Instagram, my personal one is at Ilse Monet, I-L-S-E-M-O-N-E-T-T-E. And then for my business page, you can also find it on there. It's at Connect Media Firm. And it's exactly how it sounds. Um, so yeah, on We Can Connect on Instagram. That's usually how everybody always contacts me. <laughs> yeah. <Is it laughs> and easy? then on there, you can send an email or something like that. Or you can reach out to Rihanna first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, she's on there. I've tied her in a lot of my pictures. Yes. So it's easy to find. Super, super thankful. And I really want to say, I think it's so important as a business owner. And I know you're a business owner as well. I love working with other women-owned businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, and it means the world to me to be able to work with other women-owned brands. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't think that support is there enough a lot of the times. And I don't know if you've seen it, but I often see it all the time, especially in my, you know, my world that's very male-dominated. Mm-hmm. So I think it's so nice to be able to work with other women. Yeah. You know, when I know I don't know, whenever I just work with women, we just it's just a whole different connection, you know? Right, yeah. So I'm super, super grateful for it. And, you know, hopefully someone learns something new from this. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Or get inspired, you know, or something. Yeah, no, you, you gave a lot of good information. So I'm sure someone 
if not one thing, it's going to be several things yes. we can't take away from this for sure. Thank yeah. you so much. No, thank you. <laughs> if you like this podcast, share it. Maybe it will be of help to someone you know. And if you don't want to miss any of our podcasts, follow us on social media and subscribe to our channel. Built from the Inside Out wants to give you a 10% discount on your next supplement purchase at www.bcnsubs.com. Just use code BUILT at checkout. Thank you so much for listening.